You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. It is Monday. <laughs> what is What day is it's it? It's Monday. <laughs> and I feel like it was a really stressful weekend weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready for the cocktail. Tell us what you mixed up for us tonight. And then we'll we'll catch up while we sit. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got something a little bit special. We, I made a dark and stormy for us. Mm-hmm. And this is actually in honor of our podcasting guru, Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he said that he loves a good dark and stormy with extra lime. And this is in honor of him because I, um, he and Molly Weisenberg have an awesome podcast, Spilled Milk. Mm-hmm. It's one of my very favorite podcasts. It's and the first one I ever listened to oh, yeah. on your recommendation. I, mm-hmm. I think mine too. And he was, I just sent an email saying that we were getting started and I had been inspired by their podcast. And he was just so generous with advice and yeah, he was. Uh, gave us equipment recommendations and uh, settings recommendations. So the good quality of our podcast is in part to him mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we we salute you matthew amster burton <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> good mm. suggestion all right i like it it's good limey i really like it <laughs> um, limey so, so. sounds like a disease description <laughs> it does <laughs> but it's delicious it's really um, good i am a huge fan of captain morgan <laughs> And so, yeah, so the dark and stormy, I'd never made one before, but it's actually pretty straightforward. I, it's ginger beer, which we had on Mm -hmm. hand back from our hometown shandies and rum. I use some Captain Morgan and, um, and some lime. It's really good. good Do you know, does it have to be a dark rum, like a darker or spiced rum since it's called a dark and stormy? I believe so. And actually... I wasn't exactly sure what to get. I've seen some recommendations for some other specific brands of rum. And then I was, I was having some doubts before we were making the co- pot or not the podcast <laughs> before that too. I do get right. pretty nervous. Right. <laughs> a little sweaty. <laughs> um, but I was worried that maybe I didn't get a dark enough rum. So I hope that this is not like a overcast and stormy. <laughs> it's just like a gloomy and stormy. <laughs> it's not exactly dark but it is tasty yeah exactly so anyway yeah maybe maybe a darker rum but it's still delicious overcast um so as we as we sip on these you had quite an epic i did i did (laughs) let's let's decompress if you follow me on instagram you saw my you saw my weekend yes fold out because i had to complain to social media because my husband was like I don't want to hear you complaining on top of everything that's going <laughs> right, on. So, right. okay. It is our ninth anniversary tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. so we had a Vegas trip planned mm-hmm. a while back. Um, and all of a sudden, we have two dogs who are our absolute babies. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the littlest one, Buddy, like literally couldn't walk. Oh. And he's, you. I mean, he's like he's a feisty. jumper. Yeah, he's half Jack Russell, half Chihuahua, and he's all over the place. Usually, like Just a little out monkey. Of nowhere? When, yeah. when was this? Like on Friday. This was Friday. Yeah, because you were supposed to. We leave were supposed that to. Leave. No, this was Thursday night. Oh, okay. It was like Thursday evening, afternoon. Jeremiah picked him up, and he was like whining <gasps> frantically, oh. and he doesn't really do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hun, something's wrong. Put him down." And then I went to pick him up and he yelped like I, he didn't even want me to touch him. And I was like, what oh. is going on? So we got him into the vet right away. They couldn't figure out what was going on, but they said it's probably just muscular because if it was something oh. specific, he would like react. Like right. They tried to get him to react and he oh. wouldn't. So send him home with some painkillers and said, if it gets worse or not any better tomorrow, bring him yeah. back in and we can do x-rays and stuff, which are not cheap. You oh, know, I know. Oh, I need doggy insurance, I swear. It's so hard with dogs. You want to take care of them the best you can, but then it's like, well, we could do this and find Ugh. out nothing. It'll be thousands of dollars. And that's basic. I mean, Ugh, basically I what we... So we brought him yeah. the next morning because he overnight like could not get comfortable. Oh. He didn't even want to go to the bathroom in the morning. Ugh. And I'm like, this is not good. Right. So we oh. brought him in the morning and we were supposed to leave like that oh, next night at like five. And he was at the vet for tests and everything till like 2 p.m. So finally at two, we didn't even have him back yet. And I'm like, uh, we need to call it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we can go to Vegas because if we would have known what was wrong, we had our brother-in-law staying and it would have been fine. But like, we couldn't even figure out what was wrong. Ugh. 
So anyways, x-rays were fine. Blood work, fine. He obviously just like pulled a muscle really bad, but we had to rule out all the internal stuff because they can't tell you, you know, what's wrong. So anyway, he's doing fine now. He's a little jerk running around all over the place, just (laughs) rubbing it in. Now he's fine. Yeah. It was like, um, you're going to Vegas? I think not. Oh, my paw hurts. Yeah. Oh, me. And then, okay. So then we get him home from the vet. you're dealing with that. That night. And Miko, the other one, is playing fetch with Jeremiah because he feels bad for him that he hasn't gotten any attention or a walk. Right. And he rips his dewclaw off. How did he do that? He does it a lot, actually. It's like the fourth time. I, I mean, they remove a lot of dogs' right. dewclaws when they're puppies, but mm-hmm. his never were. And he just, he has these skinny little legs and it sticks out. Oh. And I think he just like rips it and it's really painful for oh, them. Oh, gosh. So, of course, it was like, I don't even know, evening after the vet is closed. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. So, we have to take him to the doggy Emergency. ER, mm-hmm, oh. which is always fun and expensive. Uh-huh. So then he comes home with a club foot and all like <laughs> drugged up and it was just about the most unromantic, <laughs> great, you know, anniversary weekend. But <sighs> alas, and I'm in the process of editing my book, which is exciting, but also That's hard leaves work. me in need of a cocktail. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> how was your weekend okay. or week in general? <laughs> um, not quite so eventful of... Uh, Thankfully, I think that's enough going on on our street, I guess. (laughs) Um, But I guess we can kind of end our catching up on the weeks on a very happy note. We got an awesome package. Yes, we did. It is the the magic of internet friends. It really is. (laughs) We were just talking about it too, what we loved about blogging and doing things online. Yes, that you get to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So um so sherry we can do a shout out sent us a package all the way from beautiful nova scotia really jealous of her instagram pictures all the time i know i know so you can find sherry um, at her blog 22pleasant.blogspot.com and it's very pleasant it really is Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so this is so funny i think i told you this story but um in this is actually really a funny coincidence that I didn't realize. So Sherry and I both follow Molly Weisenberg, mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew Amster Burton's I'm good friend. I'm sensing a theme. I'm <laughs> sensing know. a spilled milk theme to this podcast. Um, we both follow Molly's Instagram feed, and she was recently posting that she was cleaning out back issues of... Uh, food magazines at mm-hmm. her mother's house and was saying, Hey, I have all these old, uh, like gourmet and bon appetit if anyone wants them. Yeah. You know, so I am still lamenting the end of the everyday food magazine. Oh, has it ended altogether? Oh, yes, it's over. I didn't know that. It's over. Because you gave me a bunch. Yeah. That yeah. you had like gotten what you wanted right. out of. It, so it's over. Um, and I still, I'm mourning it like every <laughs> month that it doesn't come still. It's been over for over a year okay anyway so i posted on her instagram picture yeah like if you come across any everyday foods i want those sherry saw my reply and i think she had recently found our podcast Uh i'm not exactly Mm -hmm. sure but anyway and so she knew who i was and so she replied to me and said hey i have a bunch of everyday food magazines see i thought she had she was the one who had posted like i have a bunch of everyday food to get rid of and you're like i want them we like hijacked molly's instagram (laughs) and then i got this huge box of everyday secondhand internet magic isn't it awesome and so anyway yeah so she said i'd love to send you these and so she boxed up all these everyday foods and sent them and she sent us treats oh too. the best treats oh my gosh it's so sweet so she makes her own soap so we got these handmade um beautiful delicious smelling soaps mm-hmm. and what else did we get we got chips which we were gonna snack oh, on oh yeah but we it forgot may be, the i mean crunching. we'll have to maybe crunch the at the end might not be yeah good. <laughs> we got some chips that we don't have in the state so no. they looked really yummy <laughs> we're really looking forward to um it. we got maple butter yes. that was local like mm-hmm in mm-hmm. New Brunswick, I think, was okay. where it was from. But what was it? She made me tea. Did she make you yes. tea, too? We both yes. got tea. We both got a little canister like of tea. her own adorably labeled blend of, like, herbal tea. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So she's she's our favorite ever of all time, <laughs> yeah. basically. She is our Nova Scotia correspondent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway. Exactly. Thanks, Sherry. If she ever wants to step into some warmth, she'll be our guest <laughs> on the show, for sure. Anyway, so yeah, that was just a very awesome and bright spot of both of our weeks. So. For sure. First fan mail. Mm-hmm. I know, right? So exciting. <laughs> okay, so speaking of editing, I was saying I was editing the book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I thought, you know, we talk a lot about creativity and putting things out there. And um, I just thought we could talk a little bit about criticism today and how you handle that. I know. We're going to get deep for a minute. (laughs) You're like a little itchy just thinking about it. (laughs) Um, Just both professionally, creatively, and, you know, personally in your personal life. So (laughs) that's been on my mind a lot with this book editing process and just kind of what I'm learning along the way. Mm -hmm. So. To frame our conversation, mm-hmm. I found a really cool blog post about criticism called Seven Tips to Handle Criticism, and it's by Gretchen Rubin, the the author of The Happiness Project. Have I you read that? I haven't. I feel like I started it and I got busy with something, but now I kind of want to revisit. Maybe that needs to be this, a summer read. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought we could just share the seven tips on how you should handle yes. criticism. <laughs> Or how she says. Right. Um, and then just talk about whether we're actually doing those or, <laughs> or what. not doing so, those. Here we go. This is what Gretchen <laughs> says the seven world, tips are. what we'd yeah. be doing. So she says, number one, listen to what a critic is saying. Number two, don't be defensive. <laughs> Great. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have thoughts on that one. <laughs> number three, don't expose yourself to criticism from people you don't respect. Um, number four, delay your reaction. Number five, admit your mistakes. Number six, enjoy the fun of failure. Hmm. Hmm. And number seven, (laughs) kind of her summative point is Mm -hmm. criticism should help us do better what we want to do and to be more holy ourselves and not holy like (laughs) H-O-L-Y, by the way. Not spiritually. (laughs) You can't see that word written out, but holy, like holistically ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) and criticism that doesn't serve those goals isn't helpful we lost it we lost kelsey she's done she's done we're going on a whole new tangent here (laughs) so i'll let you get a sip and recompose i'm ready you're so funny so how do you deal with criticism like professionally like at work first let's do work first okay that's great because i actually feel like i can handle it pretty well at work. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, for professional projects, I'm, it's much easier for me to detach the personal because I can, I can see, like, I can kind of get behind this common vision or goal of like the business or Uh I work for a university. And so if there's, you know, disagreement about what we should do or something, I kind of am able to, in my head, defer to, okay, well, you know, this is really the the main um, message of the university. So right. it's true. Like we need they to stick to kind that. of are the ultimate stakeholder. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So that's kind of easier for me. And I, I've been lucky that I feel like the groups that I work on, we're, you know, all working towards a common of delivering a good quality project. Mm-hmm. And so I know that we all have that in mind. And so it's like, okay, we're all trying to work towards that goal. Um, so I, I think that that's a little bit easier. I mean, I have had instances where someone has told me about my work. Um, well, we're just going to need to rewrite all of this. Yeah, that's always a, <laughs> that's always that, a lovely thought. That is, right? a little, that is a little hard. And it's like, all right, the message of the university. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. To a little disheartening that. when, oh, no, yeah. start from scratch. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think it is has been a little bit easier for me in that c- to kind of detach. So, mm-hmm. so that's probably a little bit easier. Um, I think for my own personal creative work, mm-hmm. that is... That's really tough. It is. Because that is an expression of me right. personally. Like your heart and soul on the yeah. page. So mm-hmm. it's it it can't not be personal. I agree. Um so that is definitely hard, but I was thinking about this and I actually think that right now for my work that I'm doing, I think I'm my biggest critic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true of a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. I have a very clear vision of what I want. And so it's, you know, it's also kind of that balance then of getting it perfect and something that I'm satisfied with as opposed to just continuing to make progress. That's really interesting, that perfectionism piece too, because I think that sometimes what makes criticism so hard is that you've already maybe decided it's perfect Mm -hmm. or you're frustrated when someone gives you suggestion suggesting that it's not perfect oh, yet yeah. mm-hmm. and you're like oh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I think that's really hard when yeah. you feel like that about your work yeah um so I this actually got me to think about a 
quote that I love, and I hadn't thought about it for a while. Um, this is from Ira Glass, who does This American Life. Okay. Um, it's just a, a, a really popular um, radio show mm-hmm. on NPR. And so it's a pretty long quote, but he um, says, all of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. And then he goes on to explain that at first your work is really going to disappoint you because you haven't had enough time to really hone your craft mm-hmm. and your taste is still really good, oh, but you're just not good, good enough at your creative work yet. Right. And so it's like always falling short at exactly. first. And so you just have to keep working. You have to keep working through that. You have to do more work I and eventually it. your creative products will catch up to your taste. That's awesome. And that just really resonated with mm-hmm. me because I I do have very strong opinions about like I like this, I don't like this. I mean, I'm not saying that my taste is better than someone else's. Right, but, but when you can't get your work mm-hmm. to necessarily right away match your taste. Like we were talking about blogging last mm-hmm. week about how it's so frustrating when you know what you like mm-hmm. in a blog and right. like the aesthetic of it and you can't figure out how to recreate yes, it. Exactly. But you can take that and then, okay, well I'm going to mm-hmm. work to make it better. And mm-hmm. so that has just really resonated with That's me. That's really inspiring and helpful. <laughs> yeah, I, like I that. love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, kind of what, what about, what about you? Yeah. I, um, I think in teaching it's, Teaching is similar in that it's not, it's very personal also that's and a very emotional. Say. That's like a profession uh, yeah. that would be hard to detach You put a lot from. of your heart and soul and a lot of um, effort into relationships. Yeah. And so when there's criticism there, it's really tricky. Mm-hmm. And it's also not just like, okay, well, you contribute this piece and I'll contribute this and mm-hmm. we'll have this end product. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, right. no, I am in this room with mm-hmm. these kids, even yeah. being really protective of your students and being Mm -hmm. like, no, don't you criticize or don't you, I know what's best. Exactly. So I think that, um, that was something when I first started that was really, really hard for me. I had a fabulous assistant who was the sweetest lady. She was from India. She was in her fifties probably. Mm -hmm. And she was, it was just, when I boil it down, it was super intimidating to me because she just had opinions about things, Mm -hmm. but I was so new. And so I just felt like, I didn't have my own wherewithal. So I just put up the defenses like, no, just leave me alone and let me figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she ever felt that, but Mm -hmm. that's just how I always felt, you know, like don't give me a suggestion right now. Cause even suggestions when you feel like you don't know what you're doing yet, feel like a criticism. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I know. Or I should have known that and I didn't do it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So teaching was tricky like that. Um, I'm actually having a little bit of an easier time with it as a writer than I did as a teacher because as a writer, it's like, okay, I, I know the feeling now of looking at a page or a chapter or whatever for so long that I literally can't even see it anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's there. I don't right. know if it's good. I don't know right. if it's crap. Right. So like I had said at some point in the writing process, I think I tweeted like, I just want to invent a website for writers that that's called why is this crap.com. <laughs> like, I know it's crap, but I don't know why. Cause I can't awesome. see past the end of my own nose. So like for writing to me, like I, I mean, I've run stuff by you. Mm-hmm. I've run stuff um, now in this last process through um, some other teachers and gotten oh, feedback awesome. on specific chapters that like, I feel like they could really add something to. Yeah. And that's where I really resonated too with the, um, it resonated with me, the idea of getting uh, criticism from people that you respect. Yeah. And, and the idea that criticism is usually only well-received if it's asked for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let, like, there's that whole, yeah. you know, advice right. isn't... You're expecting to mm-hmm. get the feedback. Mm-hmm. And so you're preparing yourself to be open to it. You're putting yeah. it out there. Yeah. So I feel like with writing, it's all about for me, like, okay, this is someone who can read this objectively and mm-hmm. help me make it better. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually having a little bit of an easier time. It's more, like you said, the criticism of yourself. Like, right. this is all crap. I suck right. at writing. I hate, you know, <laughs> right. I shouldn't be writing a book so mm-hmm. I think that that's actually the harder part mm-hmm. has that you know when you've gotten that feedback and I was wondering what's the difference between feedback and criticism is feedback kind of like a nice the way sugar, to say the sugary it. totally. way it's totally. just like con- it's constructive it's nice I'm gonna like yeah. sugar and criticism is like look I'm just gonna tell you how it yeah. is okay. I think that it's just like a semantic okay. thing for sure <laughs> okay kind of like in our culture now where we give everyone the like the mm-hmm. gold star and the trophy. Let me just give you some feedback. <laughs> okay. It's just like a soft in the blow kind okay. of a word, I think. Um, so has the criticism and feedback that you've gotten, has it kind of like helped you take that to the next level 
on on your writing oh that, totally mm-hmm. totally where i'm like oh right brilliant. that's what i was trying yeah. to say but or like wow i use the word that way too often in my <laughs> writing and i literally didn't mm-hmm. even see it like i was looking for certain other things that i know that i do oh it, you yeah. know, in fine tooth editing, but I'm like, oh my gosh, there's that all over the place. Yeah. And until like Ellie, who's working with me on the book, like sent back a a chapter and I, I must do it a lot in speech, mm. you know? And so it just kind of slips mm-hmm. in there and I'm like, oh, it's horrible. It sounds so <laughs> like sixth grade when you have someone else look at it and yeah. go, oh wait, you don't need that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah why did I put that in there? Yeah. So yeah, it's been really, really awesome or just feeling stuck and like, okay, well maybe I just need a different perspective. And mm-hmm. I think that's how I've been trying to look at criticism is just from that lens of, okay, this is just someone else's perspective right? and I can incorporate what I want and mm-hmm. I don't have to incorporate everything, but mm-hmm. it gives me a chance to step back and yeah, see it from a different yeah. view. I think that, I don't know. I think that's something that lately has been helping me a lot. And it kind of goes back to that quote that I, f- I guess I do have confidence in that I feel like I know where I want to go. And so Mm -hmm. if I get criticism and it's like, oh yeah, that does help me. But Mm -hmm. if it doesn't, I'm just like, well, that's not where I'm trying to take it. So sometimes they might not have the whole picture, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that, not that it doesn't like, can't still be difficult, but you can kind of like keep that vision. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, how about like personally, Oh boy. <laughs> Cause that's to me, that's where some of the emotion comes in yeah. too. Like you can tell yourself, okay, I need to be professional about this. Right. Or this is not all of me. This is just my work. Yeah. But then when someone like has a criticism about you personally or something you've done you or, do. you know, parenting or something like that, like how do you typically handle that? <laughs> do not tell. Well. <laughs> not well. I'm trying to, I was trying to think of like a specific, I can't think of like a specific example that comes. Like, do you tend to get, like, I know for me, I tend to get mad and defensive and hot headed. I don't Mm -hmm. get sad. I get pissed. (laughs) Like, do not tell me. And I immediately like jump to a defense or a conclusion Uh instead of, or a rebuttal, I guess, instead of just like listening and taking it in and even if I think they're wrong being like okay well something Mm -hmm. is giving them that impression right you know I think I'm more likely to hear it but to then just be quiet and Mm -hmm. like like shut down shut down yeah Mm -hmm. and and like it bothers me for a long time like it takes me a really long time to process it so I think I don't think I mean I don't think it's I deal (laughs) (laughs) i'm not not happy about that no no so yeah that's a it's a tough one it is it is a tough one and i think that like i just wrote about this on the blog because i yeah it's a great post so it's our ninth anniversary as Mm -hmm. i said and this weekend didn't help this by the way but i can be very negative with mr lad like i'm a pretty positive i mean i'm a little snarky but i'm pretty positive person overall but with mr lad like Sometimes the gloves just come off and I'm like, and everybody probably is more like that with their spouse. It's the hardest with the people that you're close to, that you love the most. You can be totally yourself. the digs and the little, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, and even, I think, not even just something directed at him, but just being negative around him. Right. Because I can, I feel like I can whine in front of him. Right, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, but that gets old, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. And so he has mentioned things like all throughout our relationship about that. (laughs) And I feel like seriously... I don't know what it was about the other day, but I finally like heard him and was Mm -hmm. like, okay, even if I'm, I still don't believe you that I'm as bad (laughs) as you think I am. Yeah. But even if I am like, let me do an experiment and figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. try it. Mm -hmm. So I did this negativity challenge where I have corks. I wrote about it on the blog at Adventure, but I have corks and I move one over into a different jar every time. Mm -hmm. um, I say something negative or have a negative interaction with Uh him. And it's just made me really conscious of it. So even yeah. though, so I think just the fact that I know I'll have to move a right, cork, you know, but like this weekend, I was so pissed <laughs> about the dog situation. I went on this big rant and then just like threw like three or four corks in there. I was like, the corks just I was like, that'll cover it. <laughs> I have some negative things to say. Oh my so gosh. I think that that was, but I think what was good about that was that he mentioned it like outside of an argument. Like mm-hmm. we had an argument and then he said, 
later on after things were calmed down, yeah. I was like, okay, can I just like, I know we've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. can I just tell you, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't feel like an attack then yeah. it feels like mm, maybe I should pay attention to yeah. that. So that kind of criticism helps. I think. Yeah. I've been really trying to do that in my own marriage. I know that, I mean, that's the, you know, when something happens right there, it, you know, it does, it like gets mm-hmm. to you and you just, you want to react. Um, I think it's been this year maybe with Dash and just because we're both, we've both been so busy and so tired mm-hmm. and I've been trying to be really cognizant of the fact that we're both, you know, making sacrifices, making compromises right. and things like that. And if something happens, you know, I mean, I mentioned that Chris maybe will leave dishes stacked in mm-hmm. the sink or something. Mm-hmm. I try, you know, if I notice it a busy morning, I'm trying to get out the door. I try to just make a mental note. Right. And just like think about it throughout the day and like let myself cool off about it and just mm-hmm. like, well, why is this bothering me? You know, kind of mm-hmm. go through that. And I have been trying to then later, hey, can we talk about something? Mm-hmm. And it definitely it definitely feels like the right thing to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, okay, this is a healthy thing to do. I, it's hard right, <laughs> to stop in that moment. And I'm not saying I do it all the time, right? but I am trying to have that consciousness of just like, okay, making a note. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that I still feel is important later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of helps me too, because it's like, well, why does that make me mad? Right. You know, or like, right. and what is he trying to do and then that helps me remember he's probably trying to clean the counter off because he knows I like it if the kitchen is clean right you know to him that's a better yeah (laughs) I think that's interesting too because I think it works both ways I think before you give a criticism Mm -hmm. and after receiving Mm -hmm. if you calm down like the sting is out yeah if if you give it some time like that's Mm -hmm. why I really like the suggestion about just like take a take a break totally that really resonates before you react because it's like oh Mm -hmm you may initially have your feelings hurt, but when you stop and think about it, it's like, no, they weren't mm-hmm. trying to hurt my feelings. Yeah, exactly. They were trying to help me make something better or right. they were mm-hmm. trying to help me avoid mm-hmm. a negative consequence right. or whatever. So right. I think that's important yeah. both ways. Yeah. So you had said a little bit about how you give criticism then is that you try to wait. Yeah. So I like try. that respect and time thing. Right. Um, do you have any other things you typically try to keep in mind when you're giving criticism maybe at work like if you have to tell somebody something at work yeah in order to fix something and I think maybe this works for both too what I was gonna say is that I try to offer I try to give a good explanation of why Mm -hmm. not just you should do this or you shouldn't do this but you know offering that context like if it's something at work, um, a story or a page design or something, Mm -hmm. you know, well, I think that this is really going to resonate with the reader or Mm -hmm. this doesn't seem as clear or something, you know, like, and I think that helps make it less personal, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like focusing on the product and And, not, you know, the specifics of how it could be better. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Your effort was bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other, the other thing I was, thinking is trying I put asterisk try <laughs> to only give it when it's asked for yeah you know like huge. it could be hey you should do this you should do right. this but you know if it if it's something that doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and it, it was just like your for, opinion right exactly then keep that to yourself mm-hmm. or or find a more proactive way like offer to help right you know right. or something well and I think that's where criticism goes from criticism to constructive criticism yeah. as if maybe it's asked for and it's in mm-hmm. the right context and mm-hmm. otherwise it's just criticizing right. sometimes exactly. for sure exactly something um I tried to do when I would you know because ha- with little kids too you have to think a lot about their feelings because oh, any yeah. sort of criticism can be so right damaging but at the same time you want to be honest with them and right. you want to help them improve like their writing or whatever it might be so and with parents talking to parents about kids and having like difficult conversations about and kids is it harder with parents or children oh for sure parents <laughs> everything is harder the, the kids, kids are, are the, the easy, easy part, part of the job the adults the other teachers the parents are the tricky part because kids don't know any I mean kids are like yeah all right. Okay. And they'll, you know, they have their emotion about it. They mm-hmm. move on and mm-hmm. adults just have a harder time sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, something I always tried to keep in mind was always starting with a positive mm-hmm. 
So if it's, you know, a piece of work, be like, oh, I really love how you did this. Right. Mm -hmm. And then moving on to something that might be perceived as more negative and more of a criticism and Mm -hmm. then always ending on a positive Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to do that even personally, like Mm -hmm. with my husband, like if I, if we're having a difficult conversation about something is like, okay, I know, like you said, I know you were trying to do this and I appreciate that. Can I just tell you that Mm -hmm. like next time, you know, and then also ending on a positive so you don't leave that like sour feeling because I think sometimes the hard part about criticism is like oh do they not like me right like if someone tells you something negative and just leaves it at that right you're like oh that's sour yeah I don't know right so right you know actually that um is similar something I think um the other day I said something to Chris our office has become the repository for junk there like yeah. always has to be Dumping one in your ground. house. Uh-huh. It's like as soon as you get one room organized, the mm-hmm. next room becomes that. But anyway, um, we've been talking about, okay, we need to organize in there. And I just said to him, hey, maybe this weekend we'll have time to do that. Mm-hmm. And we can organize the office and it'll be so awesome. When it's organized, it'll be such a great space. Mm-hmm. And a little bit later he said, you know, when you said that, like initially you said, hey, we need to organize the office this weekend. And I kind of was feeling stressed. Like, like we need to, yeah. But then you said, it's going to be so awesome when it's done. And that I was like, yeah, it is. What's and so he was like, we like, should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, you know, the both of us should really try to focus on that. Yeah. That positive reasoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, clean the kitchen, you know, right. whatever. But it'll be so nice if we can enjoy uh, you know, after Dash goes to bed and the house is all clean right. or whatever. That's so. not like something else in the to-do list. Right, exactly. So that's something I'm trying to keep in mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely hard. So now, at the risk of opening ourselves up to much criticism, <laughs> oh, gosh. speaking of, I thought we'd play a game similar to when we peeked inside our makeup bags. Let's play What's in Your Purse. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> and in the interest of full disclosure, we're not allowed to clean out our purses beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot mine and had to go run and get it. So <laughs> but good we're thing all, we're, we're all we live set next now. Door. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kelsey, you get to go first. Oh gosh, what is in your purse at this moment? <sighs> well, okay. In full disclosure, this morning before I remember that we were doing this, I did throw away like a handful of dirty Kleenex. Okay, so. that's acceptable. But you told you made note of it. <laughs> yes. You documented so, it. Picture picture that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I have one like on your table right now, <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm getting my purse. This is my purse that I, I guess that I take to work because mm-hmm. it's pretty like your everyday big. kind of a purse. Yeah, it's a large purse satchel. <laughs> like a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, it's pretty cute. It's kind of leather on the bottom and it's like gray it flannel. It's kind of wintry though. I think it's, I a, might, it's like a tote. I would, I would like call a it a tote. More like mm-hmm. a tote than a briefcase. Mm-hmm. I might need like a spring. Okay. Um, Before we started recording the podcast, my computer and computer cord were in here. Okay. Because I like tote those back and forth to work. Good thing you have a tote. (laughs) Good thing. Oh, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Maybe just pick pick your five most interesting items. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. We'll do that. Um. Okay, well, first... Rummage, rummage, rummage. <laughs> I know. Okay, first, I have no idea why this is in here. She's it like is, hiding it. It like is it's a, a letter, not opened, addressed uh-huh. to me from Toyota. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not sure why it's in here. Probably I think picked I, it up at the mail and like yeah. threw it in your purse. Yeah, I think I got it. And then I've been trying to... You know, I know that anything printed with your personal information, you're supposed to shred. Oh, goodness. So then I'm like, oh... No, I'm not going to recycle it. I'm going to shred it. And then I guess I was like, well, I'm on my way to work. I'll put it in the shredder at work. Well, I can't find the shredder at work. <laughs> I don't know where it is. <laughs> so you've now been toting the I Toyota think, letter. I think they moved it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually going to open this right now. Like, I Do it. What if it says, Do like, it. you've won a new car? <laughs> Wouldn't that be an awesome live moment? Yeah. It probably says we want to sell you some more things. Yeah. It is letting me know that I could trade in my Prius for 83 hundred dollars oh no that's the value but they're offering me over ten thousand dollars oh so such a deal anyway i'll be recycling this later yes mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay so there's that <laughs> um oh boy i have this it's like a reusable oh like a sandwich yeah and <laughs> i just realized there's something in here <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not too bad. It's like a chip clip. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is leftover from my lunch. It's like a two for one, right? Yeah. There. Chip clip and sandwich bag. Yeah. It's um, really cute, by the way. 
Oh, thank you. Yes. Kind I of swear a, green things are just cuter. They are. Really I need cute. to go more green because they're cute. <laughs> um, oh, I've got um, a lost pair of socklets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Refer back on our website if you I don't know, know what a socklet is. So, so I don't know if you've seen these, Erica. I'm See, excited. See, has a little silicone oh, backing. I need to get them. Yeah, so, so I there's think, a socklet. There's, I think there's another one in there, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, oh I God, hope you were just wearing one socklet. At some no, I time. wasn't. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> this is really funny. This is like vintage Girl Next Door podcast. I've got some Southwest drink coupons. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> we only fly Southwest. Yeah, exactly. So, if we can help um, it. Yeah, two drinks on Southwest. So I'll be sure to use these nice. on my next flight. Mm-hmm. Um. One more thing. Mm-hmm. I've got more. this of a, uh, what would you call? Okay. Oh, well, that's kind of genius <laughs> like, actually. Oh. Okay. It is a bunch of hair ties, hair yes. elastics and it's on, it looks really cool, but this is actually like a plastic, um, like alphabet letter from Dash's toys. I figured it was like a Dash, <laughs> yeah, Dash, a Dash paraphernalia. Thing. But it's like these little letters that you can um, like clip together. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly as a little hair elastic That's thing. amazing because I have so many loose hair elastics in if my purse. If you want one, we've got the whole alphabet. <laughs> I can I'm steal sure a letter. Spe- he doesn't know his letters. He won't know that one is missing. <laughs> um that I is think, awesome. I think those are the pretty good highlights. I like it. Yours are pretty my, good. I might, might be more boring. Yeah. Uh, and there are some extra dirty Kleenex. Okay. So just yeah. in case, just, just <laughs> so we can prove that yeah. you had some. All right. Let's, All let's right. see what we got. I have a large satchel as well. Okay. It's, it's, is this your everyday purse? This has become, because I can do it like a crossbody. Crossbody. Oh. <laughs> it's like CrossFit. I know. I was like, no. are you exercising with this? <laughs> I take it to crossbody. Don't, don't worry about it. It's for super fit people. <laughs> so it's like swing your purse around. <laughs> I seriously can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> oh God. We may have to cut out some wheezing. Yeah, we might. Okay. okay. Some tears. Oh, good All thing right. I got this dirty Kleenex. <laughs> No, this is like a, this is like a purse you can wear, you know, like lot with a across <laughs> your body, across your body. So you have like hands free. You don't have like the one awkward hunchback gotcha. shoulder okay, when gotcha. you've been shopping okay. for a long time. Can, this is like a very personal question. Yes. <laughs> yes, Kelsey. Okay. Do you get like the, the boob though? Oh yeah. And it's not actually a cute look, but I just don't care. But it's the hands free. It's okay. hands free. Even though I have an awkward like slashed bosom. <laughs> you just need to stop talking. I can't handle it. I haven't even opened my purse yet. God. We're not going to be able to handle it. Okay. I don't think... Actually, it's good because I don't think I have anything as entertaining okay. as you in okay. okay. Oh, I'm ready. So let's see. Oh, oh. well. I have, what speaking is of Southwest, hey. I have my last ticket. Oh, good. Where did I go? That's Where's so this handy. one from? Or my, not my ticket, my baggage Cause you, claim. Because you didn't travel this weekend. No, sure did not. <laughs> uh, Where's this one from? From Christmas? It just says Phoenix, so I must have gone... <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> oh, I know. San Diego for storyline. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I have like my little baggage claim okay, thing good. that they and put. And you got your luggage. Mm-hmm. So got my set. luggage because it's Southwest and they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I just have, you know, they tell you what gate you're going to. and Yeah, sure. Helpful. Thank you, Southwest. Because I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Allegiant Air surely did not give us even one speck of a dollar back for having to cancel our no, flight. No, they did not. Well, it was very short notice and it was their policy. But Southwest <laughs> just lets you change your flight. Yeah, and you just, just have pay a, the difference just have if a you need policy. to. Thank you. Your policy sucks. <laughs> so right, Southwest, that, that dark and dark and stormy <laughs> in the little. Yes. Um, what else? I have a receipt for nice and crumpled Capriati's sandwich shop. Oh, have you been there? Yes. Well, I've been to the one in Tempe. Delish. Mm-hmm. It's Very like good. fresh everything. Mm-hmm. Really, really yummy. Mm-hmm. Just discovered that recently. Um, oh, that's what you got down <laughs> I there. have my like old lady bottle of pills. <laughs> like I should just have a pill Give organizer. A Give a little shake. Give a little shake. It's a little go. shake. 
Um, so it's like a Advil bottle from approximately 1997, probably. Okay, oh no, it expired in 2011. Oh. But I just put all my random pills in here. Oh, good. Like See, Excedrin, you never Advil. Know, never know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a cocktail. Okay. So yeah, but I just w- I don't want to carry like all of the sure. pill bottles. So sure. But yeah, okay. that's pretty ghetto. But that's all right. All right. So there's three. All right. Mm. Oh, <laughs> mine's like all garbage. <laughs> Uh, Culver's straw wrapper. <laughs> nice. Because I always treat myself to Culver's mm-hmm. when Mr. Ladd is traveling for work. Mm-hmm. It's like my guilty pleasure uh-huh. once a week. So uh-huh. got the Culver's and sister wives. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I'm I'm living like real classy when he's gone, by the way. Um what else do I have in here well, that what else you got? Good? What other trash can you share with us? <laughs> Oh, I do. Do you know of these? This may be this may be good for current obsession. Oh, a lens cleaning wipe. No. Okay, so it's like an alcohol-based oh, moist okay. towelette. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's good for lenses and like electronics oh. and stuff like that. So you can use you can even use them like on your camera lens. Oh, okay. So sunglasses, whatever. So I just always have these. Very nice in my purse. They're like everywhere. They're like <laughs> I don't know fortune cookies or ketchup right. packets. Like I just have them everywhere. <laughs> So mine is very garbagey because then I just have the regulars like okay. wallet, wallet, phone, et cetera. bullet journal. <laughs> of course, I know mine's in my in mine's here. in my purse mm-hmm. too. Of course, yeah. So that's Any, yeah. Anything in? Do you keep something in all those secret pockets? Yeah, these are really good for that's travel a lot of pockets. You know what's really funny though is I have like I don't remember where I put things in uh-huh. certain pockets because right. I like switch my purses a lot. Yeah. This has been more of an everyday, but. Mm-hmm. And then I'm searching around all over, even though I should be really organized. And mm-hmm. Mr. Ladd's not a fan of that. <laughs> but that is my purse. It's, I don't feel as very entertaining as yours. <laughs> I mean, we got some. We got are, some, no, we got are some you, garbage. Are on your you table. going to put this back into your purse, or are you going to throw I it mean, away? I You're welcome to leave it here on your table. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should put it in my purse. It might have personal information on it. <laughs> I should shred it. <laughs> I'll take it to my work shredder. <laughs> I think I would need to leave it here to take a picture of our okay. cocktail oh, yeah. with Good. our garbage. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah the things that came out of my crossbody. Yeah. <laughs> crossbody boob slashing purse. I can't wait for that class. You know what's really funny about that is I like hold it right here. Like I oh. put my hand and hold mm-hmm. it. Oh, people that yeah, are listening can't hear me but or can't see me. <laughs> But I hold Hopefully it so that it's not like Hopefully they can hear you or we did a terrible job with the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. So from let's, our let's um, purses, you can tell some things we're obsessed with. But what else? What's your latest obsession? Oh. What do you currently love in these days? Okay. Um, you're probably going to roll your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the library. Kelsey. <laughs> I know. Mentioned it yet in the obsessions? Have I? You tried to lure me there the other day. <laughs> I'm like Erica. It's so great, <laughs> and I really do want to go. I really do no, want to go check it out. You are gonna love it. Well, I hope you like it. I won't be. Offend- I will. I won't be offended. I like if you libraries. Don't like it. <laughs> I just like also buying books. That's fine. They're not mutually exclusive. Yes, you're. You're right. You're okay. right about that. So anyway, um. Yeah, I've been really enjoying the library, um, and it's a it's a whole family affair. Dash loves it. Oh, I take so him, and he just I can kind of release him into the child area, mm-hmm. and he just wanders around. He gets really excited to see the other kids and babies, and it's just kind of nice to have like a safe place he can you know wander around and. And now, do they have like I think you told me this before, but do they have like one of those infant sections where it's all like board books and mm-hmm. things he can. Mm-hmm. Pull yeah. out and yeah, yeah. So okay. he, yeah, he has that, and then it's kind of nice too. In the for a little bit older kids, usually the books are not on the bottom level. So even like everywhere he's walking, there's oh, like no nice. books down there. Oh, nice. So it's, yeah, it's genius, a pretty actually. nice environment. Um, but then Chris and I have also been using the library um, to go, you know, just do a couple of hours to go do work. Mm-hmm. It just is so nice to get out of the house. Like even mm-hmm. if I ask Chris, you know, okay, can I work on my blog for a couple of hours? And he's so willing to watch Dash, but it's just, you know, so easy to get pulled right. back in to just lose focus. Right. And so we've been kind of trading off going there and getting some work done. And sometimes we'll bike. It's just like a mile from mm-hmm. our house. So anyway, yeah, library. Obsessed. Loving it. <laughs> loving it. Still loving it. Okay, what about Mine is you? far less intellectual. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I feel as though there are strong feelings on this too. Mm-hmm. I'm I can't get enough of the Cadbury cream egg this time of year. <laughs> and it's really it's kind of gross. It really is. But I I just I can't get enough. Like can't I stop. actually bought probably Do they have like a like a carton of them? Yes, they do. They do. I have seen a carton. Um but I bought probably like six individual ones uh-huh. intending that I would maybe eat one or two sure. and then put the rest in Mr. Lad's Easter basket because mm-hmm. I make him an Easter basket mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. They're all gone. <laughs> I'm going to have to make another run before Easter. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on a Cadbury cream egg? Do not like them. See, and you feel strongly, right? <laughs> I it's feel not, strongly. It's not anything that anybody likes. Yeah, you, oh, either, okay. you either like them or you don't. But Chris loves them. Like, you know, around so February, yeah. he's, he's like, like they're out of he's the like, stores. oh, I think I got to run to Walgreens. I know. Or or like this happened the other day. I, I don't even know. Where was this? In his bag or in his pocket? I don't know. I like came across a Cad- Cad- Cadbury wrapper. Uh-huh. I think it was like in a Target bag or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what have you been doing? It's like all stealth about it. Yeah, I not obsessed. Now, is it the gooey center that that gets you? Um, it's a little bit the goo, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot the milk chocolate. I'm not a milk chocolate fan. Oh, dark chocolate all the way. Oh, we can't be friends. I know. <laughs> this, Done. This podcast is Done. over between the library and the chocolate. <laughs> I, I don't know. Incompatible. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I've heard that some people don't like them because of the goo. Mm-hmm. Little weird, and then like and then the they fake put them yolk. in the fridge and they're okay with it. Oh, yeah. The fo- I mean, the fake yolk is a little but, you know, disconcerting. Willing to. So, do you love the goo? I mean, just I just like I love the combination. Experience. Like, I get really mad if I get a big chunk of chocolate with no goo. Like, it has to be oh, okay. combined, or like I'm not gonna just suck the goo out. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> It has to be a combined experience. Okay. And how do you just like, I feel like it's kind of awkward to I eat. mean, it's just messy. I feel yeah. like you have to do it in private. You really do, <laughs> especially when you're hiding them from your husband. <laughs> like a little mongoose or I something. Know, that's what I was going to say, a mongoose. <laughs> you really do. There's there's nothing cute about the Cadbury cream egg. And then they have the little bite-sized ones, oh, but yeah. they just are not as satisfying. Is it like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Just no, I want a all big one. of the goo. Exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, that's what's that's what I'm obsessed well, with. Well, it's these the days. season for you then. Exactly. You've got a few more weeks exactly. while they're still on the shelves. Um so how about some neighborhood news? Yeah. Do you have any neighborhood news for me? I feel like you're always the one with the news. I know. Uh actually I do have a little neighborhood news story to share with yeah? you. Yeah, surprise. I know. It's um it's not super exciting, but there is an older gentleman that lives on our street a few houses down from us. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really nice guy. I've never talked to him a whole lot. Um, but I know for the both of us, we found out from another one of our neighbors that his wife passed away mm, earlier this mm-hmm. year. So I have just kind of been wanting to reach out and yeah. whatnot. Um, I invited him to our neighborhood happy hour, but he wasn't able to come. Mm-hmm. But we saw him walking back from getting the mail the other day. And he said, you know, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it, but I'd love to have you guys over for a drink. And oh, so sweet. Yeah, and he said that he and his wife, uh, where they used to live in California, because they've only lived here for uh, less than a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they're kind of new. I suppose they are. They did move in mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah, that they used to, they just, I think, had a really great neighborhood community and have like happy hour mm-hmm. every afternoon. And so I think he's kind of missing that. So mm. anyway, yeah, he um, invited us. And so, yeah, so we're trying to find a time that we can go and um, yeah. in the next couple of weekends. So I'm just excited. And he seems to be really into just like meeting other people. So I think oh, he'll be nice. an ally in the neighborhood spirit. Awesome. Um, but what was funny is that he was asking... Um, like what we like to drink, you know, like if mm-hmm. you have a favorite drink, I'll mix it up. Oh, and Chris so and I were just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm not really sure. We don't have a mm-hmm. go-to. And so I asked, well, what's your favorite drink? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said, I like vodka on the rocks. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's like just a shot of vodka. <laughs> I'm not but sure, but I think that means vodka and ice. I know, but I like it. <laughs> I like your so style. I'm excited to be this guy's friend. That's awesome. You're like, I might need a little something with mm-hmm. my vodka yeah, and rocks. Yeah, exactly. But hey. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's the guy who has a super organized garage. Yes. Like his garage is beautiful. Yes. It is gorgeous. Jeremiah is very like, he likes, he he aspires to that. So he's like, I just, I want to be his best friend. Yeah. So we'll have to stop down and make Mm -hmm. a point too. We always have our 
dogs with us and they always yap at him and I just feel bad. And so we kind of keep, we say hi quickly and keep moving, but I would like to make it a point too. He's so sweet. Yeah. And I think that's just something he, I know that he has, he mentioned he has family in town, so Mm -hmm. that's really great. But I just think that that's the beauty behind knowing your neighbors. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not going to be his best friend, but you know, if I haven't seen him in a while, I'll make sure to go say hi. Right, just, right. you know, kind of check in kind exactly, of a thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I'm excited to kind of get to know him. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, I, oh, I know I have one other thing I just okay. kind of want to talk about. Okay. I don't think people realize this and I just think it's something <laughs> kind of cool about our yeah. neighborhood. So we have like a very suburban built all at the same time. Yes. Early 2000s kind of a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But in Arizona, a lot of that new growth happened like in the midst of rural communities like we've just spread out into the rural communities Mm -hmm. so like right across the main street Mm -hmm. you it's it's like horse properties it's totally a different world Mm -hmm. like super mature big trees and shade and like just horses and chickens and goats and it's so awesome and like i mean this is how rural it is like you sit at the stoplight at Uh walgreens and Mm -hmm. there literally a horse will walk down (laughs) the sidewalk right next to you and the first time i saw that i was like are you kidding me it's so awesome (laughs) it is so it's awesome but they walk kind of that way to the nature preserve Uh that's down the street and Mm -hmm. and ride the horses in there but i just think it's the coolest thing that we have this little so we've been riding our bikes over there and i know you guys kind of take that route too and there are other there are other neighborhoods like that too that whenever that are off that trail and Mm -hmm. i love going and exploring and just like seeing what you could see the other day we were riding in one that we'll have to show you guys and there was a sign out um eggs four dollars a dozen nice and i was like i'm gonna bring my dollars next exactly. time <laughs> i'm bringing my all four of them <laughs> i know exactly i'm gonna strap those eggs to the back of my bike that's awesome um, actually the other <clears throat> it was kind of a while ago but i and this just epitomizes how different it is between like our neighborhood and there i literally saw a guy with his two dogs on a leash and also his pony on a leash. Oh, that's awesome. All going out for a walk. <laughs> and I was like, that is awesome. That is awesome. It is the wild, wild west yeah. still. There's like cool little mm-hmm. things, little touches that you get. Mm-hmm. Although when I ride my bike there, I have felt a little judged by horses. <laughs> by the horses. <laughs> like if I stopped, like I stopped and took a drink of water, this horse was just staring at me like, really? Keep you need going. to stop already? You might want to keep going. So judgmental. So they are they are judgy. <laughs> but anyway. So I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. I'm just I'm now that you've seen inside our purses and <laughs> I know. I don't I don't really think there's anything else we mm-hmm, can say. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes where you can subscribe to the show. And we'd love for you to leave us a review if you like the show. We so appreciate the reviews and um, I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but they just really help get the word out they about do. our show mm-hmm. and help kind of um, promote it. So mm-hmm. we really appreciate it. Um, basically, we're hoping for one giant happy hour with exactly. everyone who's listening. Exactly. <laughs> um, you can check out the show notes for this episode on our blog, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And don't forget, we're on Twitter now mm-hmm. at... Hi, girls next door, and we'd love to connect with you there. You can always send us an email too at hi girls next door at gmail.com. You can include a cocktail suggestion or a topic, or you can just say, Hey, neighbor. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. I'll make flotsam like floated <laughs> to the top of my purse. <laughs> and here's some more trash. <laughs> it tells you a little bit about me. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the best part of our People show. love it. <laughs> and by people, I mean us. I know, we love it. <laughs>